Hey, welcome everybody. Welcome to What's Up America. Um, I hope you had a great week. Listen, there's no shortage of things going on. I'm sure you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna swing around and talk to about a couple topics and try to keep it closed loop because some of the topics are real, real serious. But um, you know, everything from the COVID vaccination rollout to uh, the executive orders to the new stimulus package that was uh, voted on 50-50, Of course, totally partisan lines and of course kamala harris broke that but of uh, course you know yeah of course you know the, the sad thing about that if you really look at that package um how much money really goes to COVID is like the smallest amount mm-hmm. and, and 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 um he also there's more money i think going to foreign countries for vaccinations than we have right here we don't even have our country vaccinated yep. and apparently there is money still in the coffer from the last round that has not been distributed that's right. That's a right. huge a amount of money. A huge amount. A lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what the Republicans were fighting about. They say, listen, we haven't even spent what we allocated the first go around. Why are we spending all this extra money? Well, we know why. Um, you know, if you look at that bill, I mean, a lot of it's going towards, um, uh, you know, again, like I said, not not COVID. They got the... They got the five-year phase in of the fifteen uh, minimum dollar, $15 minimum wage. Mm-hmm. They got $130 billion for school aid. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, <laughs> school aid. School aid. School aids, they haven't even opened. They haven't even opened, except for Catholic schools and private schools. They've been open. Um, they got $160 billion for the vaccine rollout. But we don't know how much of that really is going to foreign countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and enhanced employment benefits, you know, but uh, again, you know, they don't really, they don't really get into all the specifics. No. Of course, the $1,400 stimulus package for Americans, you know, that's something that they got to look close to. They didn't look at it close to the first time around. I understand there's people hurting. And those are the people that should get the checks. You know what I mean? The people that are really, really hurt hurting and not just send out a, a blanket check to everybody. Agreed. Everybody Agreed. You know, yeah, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. You know, some of the, some of the money, too, that which has never been talked about being designated, some of the the online infrastructure from the different states, um, there's still the nightmare with unemployment websites and everything all over the country. And I'll give you another one. Um, this just happened to me the other day. Um, I, I have H&R Block um, prepare my taxes every year. They've been doing it year in, year out. Um, and they're always having, uh, um, you know, a very easy time of it. They, you know, I have my regular accountant and she's been handling my stuff for years. She filed my stuff electronically the other day. And apparently there are some problems right in with the interacting with the IRS website at this point in time. And they think it's because of, you know, different problems and people checking on things and whatever that even the IRS website can't seem to handle 
um, interacting with a lot of these different things now that because you got Block, you got TurboTax, you got all these different online options and everything else. And apparently there's some issues going on. So my taxes, which I had done last Tuesday, have still not gone through because the, um, um, the IRS website is rejecting it. And it's not because there's anything wrong with the the, the return itself. It has something to do with the infrastructure of, of how these uh, two websites are talking to each other. Wow. Do you guys know if um, um, do you guys know if they've done a moratorium? Is our taxes going to no. be due on the fifth? They're of doing, April or? Yeah, they're not doing it like last year. As far as they have not gotten any word because what if they postpone it till July of fifteenth of last year? Right. And she talked about yes, that. She yeah. also she also mentioned that how things were deferred and everything else, so it gave people a little bit more time to spread out. But everybody's rushing now to do it. When I normally when I go in, I go in about the same time every year, middle of February. And, you know, there's hardly anybody there. That place was packed. Everybody's being told, get your taxes done, get your taxes done, get your taxes done now. And everybody's rushing to get their taxes done. It's not like they're waiting until the last minute of April 15th because they know there's not going to be any delay this year. They're coming down hard. And this president and his administration is not planning on giving any relief as far as taxes, property taxes, mortgages, or anything else. This is it. Yeah, no, that that stands to reason. I mean, the guy is the guy. We haven't really felt the repercussions yet of all these executive. Well, except for two dollars and sixty nine cents worth of gas up here, where it was two nineteen the other day. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Well, what's what's happened with the payroll taxes? Because that was um, they were they were dusting that off to send that in. Right. I mean, that's going to be a huge negative impact to businesses, small businesses. Yeah, the moratorium on that is about to expire. I think that's isn't it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not sure, guys. Um, all I know is that um, you know uh, these executive orders. As a matter of fact, I want to read a couple of them real quick. Uh, I, I think now is he up to fifty-seven or something? It's like over that? fifty. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Over, yeah. Yeah. So let me read a couple of executive orders for our audience out there. So, um, and I'm just going to read down the list. It's re-engage the World Health Organization. That's a good one. Yeah. Create a COVID-19 response coordinator. Rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement. That's important. Revoke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, Jesus. All of, when you read these things, I want you guys to really listen to these, these lists and tell me what benefits the American people. Okay. Thank tell you, Tony. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah you know, to revoke permit for Keystone Pipeline, pause the energy leasing. Uh, ask agencies to extend the eviction foreclosure moratorium. Ask Education Department to extend student loan pause. Launch an initiative. Um, launch an initiative to advance racial equality. Okay. Revoke order that claims <coughs> to exclude undocumented immigrants from the census. Mm-hmm. Now we know what this all. Oh yeah, is. of course. It was geared towards right. Yeah. DACA, preserve DACA and fortify DACA, which helps the dreamers. You know, where's the help the Americans? It's non-existent. I mean, we're, we're, helping, we're helping people that, that came in here illegally. You know, I heard a good argument the other day from Geraldo Rivera where he was saying, well, you know, we, these people, some of these people are here not because of themselves. You know, they came in as kids. They would, they would smuggled in. I'll use the word smuggle or brought in illegally by their parents. They had no choice of their own. I get that. Now they're young adults. You know, they may be teenagers or in their 20s, you know, to throw them out at this point when they really had no, uh, you know, they had no way of knowing where they were going. He goes, they're, they're technically Americans now. Now, that may be true. 
to a certain extent. But that's 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 not a policy. That's 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 a uh, emotion. Right. Right. That's an right. emotional. Reaction, that's right. Right. The policy the policy we have is that you come in illegally, you're illegal. I mean, so somewhere along the line, somebody's got to step up to the plate and really decipher like, OK, so what do we do about this? What about all the kids now? that are being sent in by their parents. They're not, they're not even coming in with parents. They're sending these kids in. Mm-hmm. They've, they've been doing you know, that for a long time. Absolutely. You know, but some somewhere along the line, they just got to stop. See, what they should do is just close the borders and get the solution and then figure it out. You have two problems. Problems, people still coming over illegally that shouldn't be coming in. And we have the people that are here illegally. Right. Okay, two different issues. Two different issues. They got to be solved separately. But you know, these people just keep kicking a can down the road. Okay, here we go. I'm going to keep reading. So, require mask distancing on all federal property and federal workers. Reverse the travel ban on primarily Muslim countries. Okay, these are all executive orders. This guy's putting. Stop construction on the border wall. Combat discrimination on basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. Require ethics pledge for executive branch personnel modernize and improve regulatory review some of the stuff you scratch your head and go what are they what does that mean well yeah and a lot and a lot of it a lot of it is it's reiterating laws that are already on the books anyway like the discrimination laws and everything they're already there it was like you know it's like when 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 they had the pussy hat march when when trump was when, when trump was elected and everything and all the things that they're talking about the rights for this and women's rights for that they're already there they're in the books. What yeah, are you exactly. doing? Nope. I, I totally agree. You're right. Uh, they got the extended protection from uh, deportation of Liberians in the U.S. So that's what that's about. Uh, and harsh and extreme immigra- immigration enforcement. I don't know what that's about. Revoke certain executive orders concerning federal regulation. Freeze any new and pending regulations. Fill supply shortfalls uh, in uh, fight versus coronavirus, COVID-19 with Defense Production Act, increase FEMA reimbursement for states for National Guard, BPE, mm-hmm. establish COVID-19 pandemic testing board. I mean, establish a, a COVID-19 pandemic testing board, really? Bolster access to COVID-19 treatments and clinical care. Improve collection analysis of COVID-related. You know what? I, I, I can't even read any more of this crap because this stuff is just getting me sick to my stomach. Here, reinstate coronavirus travel restrictions on Brazil and most of Europe. And Justice Department's use of private. But let China be. Let China be there because they're they're okay. China's okay. Yeah, yeah. Combat racism against Asian Americans mm-hmm. and Pacific Atlantic directs agencies to engage in co- uh, consultations with tribal governments. I mean, really pause new oil and gas leading uh, on U.S. lands, waters, elevate climate change as national security, foreign policy, reestablish president's council on advisors of science and technology. This is all this is all just. Well, I I saw something the other day that, you know, kind of falls into the it's not specifically with the executive orders, but it just kind of falls right in line with the way this whole administration and the whole mindset of the left is going and this this i was just blown away and this is about the company coca-cola and it's basically what it is showing and there's some screenshots coca-cola is forcing employees to complete online training 
telling them to try to be less white. The images below are from an internal whistleblower, and they've got some screenshots in this training thing. It says, confronting racism, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist. Next screenshot, to be less white is to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, be less defensive, be less ignorant, be more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with white solidarity. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, keep pushing that stuff and they're going to have the next revolution. They won't have to worry about Black Lives Matter calling for it. They're going to they're gonna have it on their own. Well, so what do they say? Should we all wear it's black something like that. something? I mean, you know, I, I just, this stuff just puzzles me. I mean, I'm not sure what the end Well, they're, here, they're, they're stating specifically, it says, in the U.S. and other Western countries, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior. Now, well, have you guys, have <laughs> you guys seen uh, Macron? Macron mm-hmm. in France is putting up a big stink about the United States saying you know, your problems are starting to exacerbate over to us. You know, what I mean, we're starting to see riots in our streets oh. now over this over uh, you know, killings and stuff. And he says and he's and he's blaming it all on the United States. And he's right. He's right. Yeah. But th- see that that whole BLM thing is all over. It's not just the United States. But I think what he means is that because we look the other way and basically, even if we don't condone it, it seems like we condone it because we don't call it out. Uh, we allow it okay. to happen. Yeah. We allow it to happen. So they're saying, well, they're doing it in the United States. Well, we can do it over here, too. I think that's what that's probably what yeah, it means. It, it, yeah, exactly. So let me ask you a question. Where's the problem? As far where's the problem? I'm, I'm being serious when I say where's the problem with the Black Lives Matter? Not not that group. When they say Black, there's lives no problem matter, with that statement. The there's problem? no problem with that statement per se. I think everybody agrees with that. But the point is that statement has nothing to do with what the group is, and that's right, the, that's exactly. the problem. Right. You know that yeah, that right. group is using using that name and kind of hijacked that name. It's a Marxist group. They they want to take us down. Period. It has nothing to do with fighting for racial equality or any of that jazz. <laughs> has none of that. Is it, it's it's about turning us Marxist, socialist, communist, whatever you want to do. And the thing is, if you go to the Black Lives Matter website and you see different places on there that you can contribute money, look at where all the money goes. Not one of those things goes to like um, the United Negro College Fund or or anything helping inner cities or homeless or anything like that. They all go to Democratic machines. Right. It's all political activism. Every one of them. It's all political. You're right. Exactly. So. I guess I'm just trying to understand, you know, where where the, where the underlying problem is when it comes to when they say systemic racism. I mean, I, I, I listen. Call me naive, call me stupid, whatever. I mean, I'm not seeing systemic racism. I mean, is there racism? Hey, listen, there's racism uh, across the board, everywhere, in both directions, in every direction. You know, there's going to be some people that feel certain way about certain cultures. You know what I mean? And that's never going. Well, they're trying to they're trying to portray it as systemic when it's like if they understood what the word systemic means, it means that the 
the racism is built right into our laws that that would say blacks can only eat here and whites can only eat here. That would be systemic racism if that was in 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 the in the laws and the bylaws and everything else. It's not. So they're throwing that term around without really understanding what that term actually means. And that's a big problem. So, yeah. It is a big problem because again, they're being people are being fed just certain uh, certain things from the news, mm-hmm. one sided, and that's all people know, and that's all they get. But you know, again, uh, I, I just don't get it. I don't know where the I don't know where the racism is. Maybe I've been locked in a closet for too long. But you know what, Michael, we went to we went to a high school, we went to a school district where you know forty percent uh, of our school district was, was yeah. of color, and we all hung out right? together. And we all hung out friends. together. We broke bread together. We went places together. We played in bands together, and everything else. I, I we never saw exactly. that exactly. Exactly. I know. I know. And I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but you know, I mean, to this to the extent that they say it's yeah. systemic, I I just haven't heard. I haven't seen anybody identify mm-hmm. that. Or being able to really define, like you said, what does systemic mm-hmm. mean? Because, I mean, if just just look at our, listen, we mm-hmm. had a black president. We got a black vice president. We had a black uh, secretary of state. We had a black secretary of defense. I mean, I, what do they want to call them, tokens? I mean, half of the country. So what's happening here, in my, again, it's my belief, is that this goes right back to the same thing. If you can create the victim group and purport to have the solution... Mm-hmm. You have more power. And so the Democrats are very and the liberals are very happy to, to have this happen because in them they have a victim group. And so if you do have the victim group, then that's the first step to more power. Right. Then you then you impose the solution, you know, but, I, you know, I, go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say that. I, I heard someone talking about basically making your point um, a couple of months ago. It was during, it was before the election, and they said that this is something that the Democrats are so good at creating the victims and everything else. And they said, why don't the Republicans do the same thing and say the silent majority, quote unquote, are victims of this and that and and whatever, and make and bring and go as fast forward into this saying the same things as the Democrats do. And it's like the, the Republicans won't do that when there is so much that they could use um, uh, in the same way, you know, to, to, to bring out, make people realize that, hey, you know what? You don't have to do this because we can do this for you. And they don't utilize it. They never utilize it. Well, they never listen. They've done a lot of things that they don't do. They don't lockstep together. Mm-hmm. They don't work together. They fight each, amongst each other. I mean, the Democrats, uh, I've said this for years, that they lockstep mm-hmm. right or wrong. It could be the stupidest thing in the world. Everybody goes along with it on the Democrat side. Now, you can say that that's nuts and maybe it is nuts, but at least they stay mm-hmm. together in a group. You know what I mean? The Republicans have not done that. I mean, look at look what they did. I mean, with George Bush um, and, of course, with Trump. I mean, he had a lot of rhinos in there that's, that mm-hmm. are still rhinos that are just people you mm-hmm. can't depend on. So, And you, you're right. The Republicans, what the Republicans need is a couple mm-hmm. of big mouths like, like Schumer yes. and Pelosi. Just big mouths. They need a couple of big mouths to push their agenda. But, you know, I, and, and I don't know the answer to that, why we don't have them fighting more. That special word fight. You see that they... That was one of the things they tried to uh, impeach. TT, Trump. the reason is we have the wrong people in the Republican Party in office now. Thank you. Sorry. They all yeah, need no, to go. No, Just, I, I'm I, sorry. I agree. You have to sometimes throw the baby out with the bathwater. 
I, I can't pick yep. I, I this last four years. I couldn't believe the people that turned on the president of the United States. Whereas I could, I, I believe, yeah, in his I, own I camp, never in meant, his own I, I never for a minute believed that Mitch McConnell was, was, was in support of the president. I thought he was always playing kissy face just to look good and look like he was in it. I never trusted that old son of a bitch at all the whole time. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Well, no, he's got to go. He's, he's got to go. He's got to go. Him, all those people have right. to go. I mean, come on. Think about these are the people that are running yeah. our country. They're running it into the ground right now. I mean, I have to tell you, folks, if you listen carefully. I said, get ready in the next six to 12 months. You're going to feel it because they're already talking about inflation. Oh, we just talked yeah. a minute ago about gas prices going up. They're going to go up. Food prices are going to go up. Hold on to your hat. I heard somebody talk to one of my friends the other day. He got his tax bill. His tax went up substantially. I said, well, get ready, dude. What do you think is going to happen? You put these people in. They told you. That's right. Gonna do That's right. Stuff. They told you. And you know what? They're doing it. So don't yeah, it's no surprise. Now. You know it, what I mean? It should be no surprise right. to anybody exactly. what's happening. You know, even when no. it's happening in front of them, a lot of people don't understand or comprehend how it works. Somebody mentioned the other day on, on, on Facebook about the gas prices going up to two sixty nine, whereas a couple of weeks ago they were as low as two um, two nineteen, two twenty, or whatever it was. So somebody put up a statistic that showed that the price of oil, uh, crude uh, crude oil, in October was thirty dollars and something um, per barrel. Now it's up to sixty four dollars and something per barrel for the crude. Oil. So this ignorant, ignorant person tried to say, well, because the price, the, the price of gasoline takes two months for that to, re, or, uh, to to regurgitate. So that's not the reason for the gas prices going up. And I had to explain to him, I said, even if they made the gasoline two months ago, do you think when it goes out of the, the refining plant to the gas station that they're going to say, oh, we made this two months ago, we're going to give them two, two months ago's pricing? You know, they, and it's like, yes, yeah, it doesn't just work. That's so stupid. Yep. Stupid. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, just uh. doesn't work that way. You know, but, but um, I want to focus on one of the most important things. I mean, of course, the key uh, pipeline and stuff like that, that he shut down. Oh, I yeah. think that's going to come back to haunt him. But the thing that, the thing that really scares me the most is the whole, uh, even more than gun control. Cause I think that that's going to get blank pretty, pretty hard. Is, is immigration. I mean, now we got these people, you know, in droves coming from all these uh -huh. South American countries, uh, 25,000, right? Uh, asylum, 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 asylum. But what they got to define what asylum means because these people are just coming over, you know, with their Nike sneakers on and their cell phones. I don't know what they're seeking asylum from, these kids and these, these people, 25,000 of them now. I don't know how many more are going to come in. And this bill, one of the bills that he that he signed, it provides it provides money for their lawyers to represent minorities and, uh, and other uh, vulnerable groups. I mean, we have people in this own country that are still waiting. We talked about it a minute ago, waiting for virus vaccines. And yet we're shoveling all this money down to people that aren't supposed to be here. You know, what I mean, or and four billion dollars over four years to improve the conditions of the origins yeah. of their countries. In other words, their countries are having problems. So we're taking American money. What they're trying to say, there. they said the reasoning for right. that is if they help to improve 
conditions in that country, they won't try to leave and, and, and seek asylum. You believe that? Yeah, that, that's, that talk yeah, about that dreamers, is a dream. that's a dream. That'll never happen because we've tried that in other countries a million times. Mm -hmm. We never find the money. We send it over. It ends up right. in some corrupt person's hands. It never gets to, never gets mm -hmm. to the people. Look at Haiti. I mean, look at, look at just you could cite country after country. We send billions of dollars to them. Nothing changes. Right. Right. And it's just water over the dam. It's it's just ridiculous. You know, these people, they they he's got to close the border and get everything together first. I mean, this we do not have a solution yet. And the stupidest thing he could have done in the middle of a virus and a pandemic that we have in this country mm -hmm. is open up a border to just yep. let people flow flow in. We don't know where they're coming. Thirty-eight percent. Thirty-eight percent have been. 38% of the people that are coming back in have been tossed out, have been tossed out for, for specific reasons. They've been arrested or something else. 38%, they got statistics already. So 38% of the people that were tossed out because they arrested or committed a crime here. Right. Unchecked, right? They're, com they're coming mm -hmm. in and yeah. they're not tracking them. And uh, please, you give them a court date, they don't show up. Forget about it. No, and I read something that I, you know, again, you got to take everything. So I heard Syracuse University did a did a study. I don't know how they got the data uh, or anything like that, but they claim that oh, uh, seventy something percent of the people do, do show up for the court dates. I'd like to see that. Yeah, bullshit is right. I'd like to see that. You know, if, if yep. you have that data, put it out. Put it out to the public. Let's see where you got it. Let's see who was in charge of it. You know, it's probably run by think tank. You know. Uh, you know <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Ex exactly. You know, but, um, you know, guys, we'll move along here. But the, the immigration thing, I think we got to stay on top of because this that that on top of everything else. Right. Think about this. We have we just got over a pandemic. A lot of businesses went out. People are unemployed. Now we're getting all these people to come in. So one of two things got to happen. Either they're going to take more jobs, low level jobs away from people that would need a job or, or we're going to have to pay for that. So either way. You know, it's going to cost money that we don't have right now. On top of the pandemic, if these people come in sick, we have to take care of them. And they, of course, they could conceivably make Americans sick. You know, we, we just don't. It's the most ridiculous thing that this guy could have done in the middle of a pandemic. Is, is to, is but to this way, this way, this reinforces his election base by doing that. We know that. Well, we've always mm -hmm. said that it's all about the votes. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's all about the votes, um, you know, but at some point in time, the scale's going to tip, fellas. The scale's going to tip because, you know, the one side's not going to be able to support the other. It's just not going to work. It just doesn't work that way. It's against the law of physics. You know, we just can't keep letting people in. You know, I want you to think about something else here. I thought about this the other day. I'm saying to myself, you know, with, with jobs and things. You know, they keep talking about, well, these immigrants, you know, they take the jobs that Americans don't want. They work in hospitality. They do landscaping. They do a lot of labor and Americans don't want that. I don't I don't 100 percent believe that. I think, you know, there's a lot of people that, that work hard, whether it's landscaping or whatever. Um, but be that as it may. So they're saying that, you know, they take the jobs that nobody wants, all the low level jobs. Now, that's hence the reason for the fifteen dollar raise. Right. They want to That's that's geared to those people. It's geared to the people that don't have the skills to advance themselves in a, in a better career. These people come over. They have no skills. A lot of them don't even speak the language. So what are they going to do? 
So they go pick pick tomatoes or something, and they're going to get fifteen dollars an hour. So they could have what they what the <laughs> Democrats call living wage. So we have the lower tier being handled by people that you know are undocumented. The Democrats' uh, word for that. And then I want you to think about the upper tier. I don't know if you guys know this, but you know this is part of the business that I'm in. The upper tier. I'm talking about the high paying jobs. You know who's taking all those high paying jobs? Right. I'm not surprised. I I want to tell you guys something. I want to tell you guys something. You can't pronounce the names of some of these people that are taking these. All H-1B visa holders, right? That's right. And and I'm telling you, by the droves, by the droves. So we have the lower tier taking all the those jobs. We have all the big money making jobs being taken. And Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, those upper tier jobs. Right. Um, They would be paying more if Americans had them, even though even though they pay well, they'd be paying even more if Americans had those jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Probably, probably, because just like anything else, if they can get you cheaper and if, you know, these people coming into the country. But that's also going to play into the minimum wage because these you know, illegal. I'm going to say illegal aliens because they are illegal. I'm, I'm not calling them undocumented. undocumented. They are illegal. That means they, they forgot illegal. your license at home. <laughs> Nonsense. But they're going to be. They're going to be know, right. expected no, to right. get the fifteen dollars an hour. Also, so then where is the savings by bringing these people in instead of giving those fifteen dollars? If you're going to do the fifteen dollar an hour jobs, then there's no incentive for the companies or the the farms or whatever it is to hire the illegals any longer. They should be able to. If you're going to give them $15 to somebody, give it to an American. Give it to somebody who's in this country illegally. Well, I, 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 I totally agree. But, you know, you get back to academia, too, with, um, you know, the big Ivy League schools, Yale, Stanford, uh, Harvard. You know, a lot of them, a lot of those mm-hmm. uh, kids are foreigners now. And they're getting, those, they're getting those degrees. They're either taking them back to their countries or they're staying here, you know, making the big money. But I'm telling you guys. We, we have so many, so many of these um, uh, green card holders now taking these big, high-paying jobs here in the United States. I'm just wondering, you know, uh, what, what our kids, you know, going to college, what they're going to do when they get, get out of college. Because they, 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 these green card holders seem to be, you know, just slam dunking all of these jobs. I'm telling you, you'd, you'd die if you saw it. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's scary, actually. It's scary. But... Um, I don't know. We we just we have to hope that the, the Democrats stumble and fall, that they keep eating each other here now, which they will, because I can't see this stuff working over the next 12 months. Like I said, they're already talking about inflation and inflation's going to cripple everything. So let's let more illegals in that we have to pay for. Let more illegals in that could potentially take yep. a job from somebody who really needs a job now, whether it's whether it's, you know, flipping burgers or, you know, parking yeah. cars, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to water it's down so the price of, of, right of, of the labor market. It's, it's going to drive everything. The price of, of labor is going to go down. The price of everything else is going to go up. You got it, Ammo. You totally got it. That's exactly what's going to happen. So folks, hold on to your hats, hold on to your wallets because, um, you know, it, well, it's TT, coming, if you back up the coming. bus, like a couple um, of years, don't you remember all the media coverage of the Dems? They were they were hoping, they were praying for a recession. They wanted a recession. Don't you remember that? 
now, now yeah, they're trying to. They're yeah, really exactly. trying to make that happen. They're really going to get it. They're going to. They're going. Whatever they have to do, they're going to make sure <laughs> that we run into a recession. So, well, because yeah. they want they want the government to be in control of everything, to be the savior. You know, we're going to send you a check. We're going to give you a free phone. We're going to give you this. We're going to give you. I mean, that's see, I go back. How many times have we said it on a podcast? The old throwing the loaves of bread up into the audience. They want to have total control mm-hmm. of, of the people. You know what I mean? You know, from Gladiator. Um, it's it's I, I don't know. I, don't, I just can't see it. Capitalism, whether you like it or not, is the greatest thing on this earth. OK, and you'll have people that argue on both sides. Well, socialism, socialism. There isn't a socialist country that has succeeded since mankind. And and to talk about capitalism, I want you to just think about this for a minute. Think about every country. Pick a country, Portugal, Spain, Italy, right? When was the last, those three countries that I just mentioned, when was the last big innovation that came out of those countries? I want to tell you something right now. Italy, if Italy didn't have Lamborghini, Ferrari, and Maserati and wine, they'd be in a shitload of hurt, right? Because all their money's made with the tourism or those those things I just those commodities I just mentioned. Portugal, Spain. I mean, when was the last time they came out with some type of new technology? We are the innovators of the world. We are the innovators of the world. That's why China's constantly trying to steal shit from us because they can't innovate. They can copy. They don't have the they don't have the structure, the culture set up for the incentives. That's correct. For people to work their ass off to get to the next technology. It's America, and that's capitalism. I mean, look what we're doing now with, with mm-hmm. uh, Tesla and NASA and all this stuff. We got, we got rocket ships that'll take off mm-hmm. and land back down like a helicopter. You get, yeah, what, what, Spain? Okay, Spain, step up. Even the big countries, Russia, even Russia and China. The two biggest countries in the world, they they don't have the innovation we have. It's because they don't have the structure that we have with capitalism. And all these stupid kids that think they want to do away with capitalism, they, they well, you know, if you if you look at like the Elon Musk's and, and everything else, really they work. forget the fact that these are private enterprises. These are not government funded. This is not NASA doing this. Right. These are private individuals. Right. Uh, you you got to, you know, you got to tip your hat to an Elon Musk between the electric, you know, cars and everything else, whether you agree, or you don't agree. This guy's a mover and a shaker. Yep. <laughs> well, that's 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 what you just said. It's it's capitalism enterprise. Yep. I mean, when something is government run, I mean, look at the shit that we I run know. right now in the government. They can't get out of their own way. They can't. We, we pay forty dollars. Well, even the post office. Remember how they were all they were all over uh, Trump for criticizing the U.S. Postal Service, all coming to his his um, you know uh, out against him and everything else. And now Biden's talking about scrapping the whole system and then replacing all the different people and restructuring the whole thing. Oh, I guess Trump was right, huh? (laughs) Well, yeah, and Mm -hmm. then listen, just take the vaccine. He took government and private private enterprise mm-hmm. to come up with a solution in record time. That's what it's all about because it was mm-hmm. managed by mm-hmm. privately funded by the government. You know what I mean? Funded by government. That's, that's the way to do things. I mean, he wanted to do that with the infrastructure too. You can't let the government run anything. The go- Montana will tell you, we've done this so many times. They can't get out of their own way. 
they just don't have it, man. And that's why they use a lot of contractors to help them. You know, and some of them are good and some of them are ah, ah, ah. But, I mean, the government just they, they can't run anything. They just cannot run anything. You need the enterprise. You need the solution providers. You need the thinkers. You need the entrepreneurs. Those are the people that get stuff done. And that's, again, you know, we here's capitalism. That's what it's here's, here's a little something. Now, you, you know, I've work. been in the defense contract business for forever. And the one company, and I'm not going to go into the name or anything else, but here's the deal that they have with the U.S. Navy. The U.S. Navy has um, a particular device that they've been buying from this company for many, many years and whatever. And they have it so good that if <laughs> – let and this makes no sense in any way, shape, or form economically for any other company. But this is how this is what the government has agreed to. The the U.S. Navy has agreed to. If we have a project that we've been working on, okay, and even if we're not supposed to deliver the parts or the the finished unit for another year and a half, if I procure parts. Let's say they're $10,000 worth of parts. The minute my parts hit my dock, the government pays for them. Even though it may not be going in a unit, that's not going to be shipped back to the Navy for two years. Wow. We we get paid for it. We get no, that's, that's isn't the that incredible? That's the way so I mean, all this government outlay for money for things that you're buying uh, on contract that are not gonna, <laughs> that you're not going to see for years and years. It's almost like they're almost like they're angel investors, right? Like they something like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this 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 will this will circle back to for the first time in our history, we had a man that was mm-hmm. not a bad lawyer, not a politician. He was a businessman and saw these things and he was trying to correct a lot of these things. And believe me, he started to correct them. And by the way, folks like him or not, he's the only president mm-hmm. we had in history that did everything he said he was going to do. Okay. Number one. Um, but you know, he, he had business acumen. You, you, this is the biggest business in the world, in our country. I said that last week on our pod, this is more employees than any, than Boeing, name it, Microsoft, name them, Google, they don't compare to the amount of employees that are in the government. And that's what this guy's running. He's running the biggest business. Mm-hmm. So let's put a bad lawyer in charge or a politician. That's, it's ridiculous. Is it's that just... ludicrous or what? It is ridiculous. You know, guys, I don't know, man. I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm going to move on here and just say that we lost the Patriot this week. You know, we lost um, Rush Limbaugh. And uh, I got to tip my hat again. You, Mike, you brought it up earlier that uh, people are pounding. Um, Ron DeSantis, which I think he's a great governor, by the way, um, personal opinion. But he ordered, uh, mm-hmm, I saw that. he ordered all the flags half mast for, 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 for Rush Limbaugh. I mean, you got it. You know, the guy, you got to just say, hey, man, I tip my hat to the guy. You know what I mean? God bless. You know, it's like he's honoring the guy. The guy's historical. Whether you like Rush Limbaugh or no not, doubt. I don't believe anything that he says. He's historical. You know what I mean? He, he started. He started radio. When AM radio mm-hmm. was dying, I think there was 1,200 stations nationwide. Mm-hmm. When he was done, there was 12,000. He was, he was the one that really brought, brought talk, talk radio out into the mainstream. You had the smaller guys like the Bob Grants. You had, um, exactly. uh, you know, a, a few people going back, you know, years ago. Um, uh, what's his name? Alan Burke and people like that. But the, he, he's the one that brought it into mainstream. 
Yep. And I saw somebody post something today where um, with the liberals losing their minds, the fact that he gave um, Rush Limbaugh, uh, the president gave Rush Limbaugh the Medal of Freedom right there on the floor for, for, for the whole country to see it and everything else and made them lose yeah. their minds. Yeah. Well, that was beautiful, though. I thought that was great. And I'll tell you, Russ, Rush, you could see the expression on his face. He was just so... Uh, yeah, I heard an interview with that, him uh, yesterday. I was great. listening to it. No. And he, when they had kind of caught him right after it happened, He was you could tell he was absolutely flabbergasted. Mm-hmm. Oh, without question, man. He, he was totally taken back. It was a total surprise for him. You know, folks, there's so much... There's so much news that it's hard to get into the pod in one week. Um, but I, w- I want to just bring up one more thing <laughs> before we talk about the most ridiculous news story of the week, which we're going to do every week. Um, you guys, I don't know if you guys noticed, you know, I guess Biden purchased from Tesla um, yes. uh, like 645,000 vehicles. OK, good, good bad, and Anyhow, But did yes. you know that Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. bought stock right before that? One point five million dollars. One point five dollars worth of stock. Yeah. One point five. And, and they have yeah. to adapt. It was just coincidence. Well, we just coincidence. I'm, I'm telling you guys. Yeah, this is the. Oh, this is how those people get rich, Tony. It's just this ridiculous. Is it. Come on. Oh, my God. Montana, I just, I, I'm telling you, I just, these people, I yeah, just want to crazy. Tar and feather them. <laughs> it's disgraceful. You know, it's one thing to do it. It's another thing to deny it. It's like, it's like Biden uh, on news. Yeah, that was ridiculous. That he was left with Come no on. vaccines and nothing. And, yeah, and, and then then they show him. Right. He said there was no the vaccine uh, thing in place. No is what it was. Well, you know, it, it, right. anything this guy does right. or doesn't do, he's he's complete Teflon. Because if you look at what's happening in Texas right now, the criticism that um, both Trump and Bush got when they were handling national disasters like like the hurricanes and everything was absolutely un- uh, Katrina and then the Katrina. you know the flooding Katrina, yeah. and, and 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 whatever and Puerto yeah. Rico and everything was absolutely unbelievable. This old doofus has been sitting on his hands for over a week. Now just declared a state, just declared a federal state of emergency yesterday. Five days before, nothing was done with FEMA, nothing with aid or anything else on it. And they haven't said a word. Right, but they're all they over Ted Cruz. They're all mm-hmm. over Ted Cruz. No, mm-hmm. I <laughs> Yeah, right, right. Well, you know, guys, I tell you, I'm, I look at him. I look at Joe Biden, and I'm telling you, he doesn't even have to talk. You may guess. Oh, look, oh, at, no, the, yeah. look at him. You can see there's something wrong. I'm serious. Just look at him closely. Right. I had an argument with there's my brother who's a nurse. Wrong. I said, mm-hmm. I said, look. This guy is obviously either a stroke victim, some type of aneurysm that they were able to repair. Something is going on on the left side of his face. And he's, he's arguing with me. There's nothing wrong with the guy. There's nothing wrong with the guy. I pulled up a picture. He goes, oh, yeah, it looks like he had a stroke or something. I'm like, oh, dude, or Bell's dude, palsy or something. Yeah, Bell's palsy no, or something. I, I but heard. there is clearly something. And given the cognitive issues that we're seeing, or at least that I don't know about you guys. I know we're all talking about it, right? Come on. It, it, I don't even think it's Bell's palsy. I think right. it's some type of brain event, whatever it is. Well, I think you're spot on. I spoke to one of my friends the other day and he was telling me and I didn't, you know, I don't want to propagate false news or anything, but I'll just share what he shared with me. Mm-hmm. And he said that, that, that he had two mm-hmm. aneurysms that they're, that they're covering up. 
Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but I got to tell you something. When you look at the man, it's not you there. Look in his it's eyes. He's like he's not there. He's like, yeah, yep. it's it's and it's really kind of scary. So um, who knows what the future is going to hold, um, you know? But okay, with that, we all know we're gonna. Hey, listen, guys, we just got to keep our finger on the pulse, watch every move they make, and start bitching and complaining just like they did for four years. You know, we got to start taking a hammer out and uh, you know. And, and start slamming these these Democrats left and right. But um, <laughs> with that, we're going to take it over to the Let's hear ridiculous it. story. All right. All right. So, you know, there were a couple in consideration <laughs> for this week. At uh, first, I thought it was going to be the big announcement that planters needed a driver for their nutmobile. I think that was what. <laughs> But yet, <laughs> Ray Leno drove that around, I think, a few years ago. <laughs> that might have been the Wienermobile. Oh, but you're right. You're right. Think, my, you know, my mistake. You know, just when you think that the news reporting could not get more ridiculous, mm-hmm. comes the news out of Stockton, California, in one of their canals. You guys might have heard about this. Um, the California Highway Patrol got called because there were bodies and dismembered parts floating around in a canal out in Stockton. And when they arrived on scene, they indeed saw all all of this. Well, once they got in there a little further, they realized it was all mannequins. (laughs) 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 So So somebody dumped all all of these mannequins and mannequin parts, but it almost looks like, they were purposely trying to make it look this way because yeah. they're clothed, some of them with clothes, some of them without clothes. You know, you got the legs floating around. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. It's, you know, if you want to see it, you oh, can go geez. to the people.com site. Uh, but, I mean, it was it was in the news. I can't remember which news I saw reported, but it was on television news as well. I just I said, OK, that beats out the planter nutmobile. Unbelievable. All the way. <laughs> yeah, listen. Just, just to know the plan. Yeah, there you go. I think I'd rather drive the Wiener Mobile. You know, I mean the Wiener, the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. <laughs> but that's, hey, folks, I'm gonna have so a hard time topping that next week. News story we have this week. <laughs> so I'm listen, listen. I'm sure you'll find something because <laughs> hey, listen, we're not shortage of any nuts out there and the stuff they're reporting on. No, no pun against planners, but uh, no. So, folks. Until next week, have a great week. Be safe. Um, you pe- folks in the Northeast supposed to get some warmer weather. Hopefully you want to downswing nice. um, with, the, with these cold temperatures. And, uh, you know, March brings, yeah, it really brings a little bit better in. But until next Later. week, take care. We're going to wish everybody a great week, everybody. Take care. Take care.